0: Rich Dotson. And welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Rich Dotson, and my fellow nerds, Garrett Price. How's it going? And Jared Wackerly. What up? No matter here this week. His wife is out of town, and he is Mr. Dad. Daddy daycare. So that's it. Now, next week, you might be here. You might not, we'll yeah. we'll Do We'll see. We'll hey, see how I'm feeling. I'll fill goes. in for you, too.
1: Look at that. You can just switch that chairs. seat's looking good. Hey, you know, I'll just share my earwax with you. It'll be great. Oh. <sighs>
0: No, up. So we're back after a big week one. We have so much to cover from a dynasty aspect this week um, by cells, believers, disbelievers, you know, you don't want to say you want to overreact, but you want to be the first to act as well. So there's, there's a big difference in dynasty. Dynasty is a game of moving and shaking, right? Like if you're not making moves, you're being stagnant. If you're being <laughs> stagnant, you're getting passed up and that's not where you want to be. You know, just like you don't want to be stuck in the middle of your dynasty league for years to come, you don't want to be the last to make a move. And how many times have we have talked about in this podcast? Like, oh, that's all you that's all you got that for Michael Pittman Jr. I would have gave you more. Well, send an offer. Should've send an, an offer. offer. Like I just made a trade. I got DeAndre Swift in our UDPL league. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I sold him. My team, I was thinking about blowing it up. I got offered two firsts, 23 first for DeAndre Swift. One of them I felt could have been a little bit early. My team needs some pieces. I sold for two firsts for DeAndre Swift. Now I really thought great. you were gonna
1: take my deal. I was surprised you didn't like it. What was your deal for for Brandon Cooks? Uh, what do you think about this, Jared? Brandon wow. Cooks, DeAndre Swift or uh, DeAndre Hopkins for a 24 first and third? Hmm. Rebuild versus contender.
0: Yeah, I think I'd want a little bit more than the 24 first. If it was a 1st three first, I'd consider. Another thing is there. I don't have my first in that league. Ooh, that's tough. And I won this week too. Did you really? Yeah, nice. Team's, is my, that the Columbus League? No, no. it's our uh, it's Ohio a podcast league. league with you know hosted by Tyler Gunther, a whole bunch of people in the industry. Um, so it's kind of you know it's just again shaking yeah. and bacon. Moving. So Ooh. we're here. We're gonna talk about some players, some injuries, some sells, some buys. Before that, we gotta tell you about our friends at Prize Picks. Prize Picks is a site where you can go on there and you get some action. It's a prop bet, you know, props, 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 and it's the number one prop site in Spray, the world Spray. today. You get on there, you pick two to five players, you take the over, under, and you go up to ten times your entry. And that's it. It's just you versus the over-unders. Now, I thought I had a lock last week with the Tom Brady free play and Cam Akers 58 yards. Whoops-a-daisy. I wish I could go back in time and take that one back. But, you know, it is what it is. I'm surprised um, you ever
1: took anything over with Cam Akers.
0: I Because it was receiving yards and rushing yards. Uh, I so thought that was a lock, too. That
1: that, that would seem pretty I mean, good on most, most scenarios.
0: So... Price picks right now. We're talking football, so we're in, all our, our action will be on football. But again, For you sure. can mix you can mix it with baseball, MMA, NBA basketball, any other sport. They golf. Have, golf. They have ton of ton of action on there. You can mix your props on there. Uh, this this week they have some good ones like Mike Williams, seventy and a half receiving yards. You know, with no Keen Allen out with the, with. Uh, and they're going the hamstring. The mm-hmm. They're going against the Chiefs, who are going to score a ton of points. I think it's a pretty pretty good bet right there. Uh, For Mike Williams Jr. I even like Travis Kelsey on the other side. Eight and a half receiving yards. We saw this week he's the number dominated. one uh, receiver in option. So I'd, I'd take the over on that.
2: DeAndre Swift, 58 and a half rush yards.
0: Ooh. I would take that. And I'd smash take the that. over on that. I would take the Justin Herbert. Well, that's that's close. You'd like that Justin Herbert, 285 and a half yards. I just think it's going to be a shootout. Yeah, I
1: think the game game will dictate that both got, quarterbacks have over 300
0: yards. I think yeah. what we saw in this high pace game, too, I think uh, with the way with the edges there with Joey Bosa and Khalil, uh, Herbert. Khalil- or no Mac Mack. Mack. You
1: can tell it's a dynasty site when you go to Khalil Herbert yeah. <laughs> over Khalil Mack.
0: Oh, uh, they have Clyde Edwards layer 16 and a half receiving yards. We saw you catch three balls this year. I like to see a little bit more out of Clyde Edwards who We'll talk about here in a little bit. Sure. Um, but I think that's another good over, too. So that's four to five right there. You can take on the overs. Look at that. And you can win 10 times your entry. You bet 20 bucks, you win $200. It's that simple. Uh, all you got to do is go to Prize Picks, use the promo code NERDS, and they'll give you 100% instant deposit match. So make sure you use that promo code NERDS. They're going to double your money. We're going to help along the way. We're going to find some actions. We're going to go over all our prize picks throughout the year, and we're going to help you win some cash. Check them out Prize Picks, promo code NERDS. Nerds. t-shirt promo is over, over. no more we Tons may open of... that up
2: later in the year but we right might, now it's over
0: right around like maybe like week eight we'll do a special if you get on yeah. price picks now this week only we'll uh, let the so weather right dictate we'll see. that Flash we'll see how it works out um so let's get in this shall we let's all right
1: do it. we'll help the injuries Garrett yeah let's 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 talk about the injuries here uh deck press injuries Dak Prescott, uh, game, that game didn't go too well, and it ended even worse. Dak, Dak Prescott injured his hand. Originally, it was expected to make six to eight weeks. Jerry Jones, though, comes out today and says. <laughs> Dr. Jones. <laughs> they're not going to put him on IR because they think he could beat that timetable, which would mean four weeks. Uh, I think as big as, of news as this is on Dak Prescott, obviously this is going to hurt your fantasy teams. You know that. What does this mean for CeeDee Lamb, Ezekiel Elliott, Tony Pollard?
0: What, what does it mean, uh, Dalton Schultz? What does it mean for these guys? It, I know Zeke didn't have a big week. He looked good rushing the ball when he got the opportunity. Mm-hmm. He did get, He did look good there. But I think it, it it puts a big damper. I don't think it really hurts CeeDee Lamb as much because he's still the number one receiver, but I do want to okay. get into CeeDee Lamb here in a little bit uh, and talk about him. We need to talk about um, him for sure. So, I think he'll still see the targets that are needed. Uh, I think Dalton Schultz will help out Cooper Rush a little bit there, keeping everything short. And they're going to rely on Tony Pollard and Zeke. uh, But you expect, listen, everything looked bad already in the first game. But here's the thing. A lot of teams look bad week one. They you know, do. we're seeing these new uh, days and ages where nobody's playing the preseason. Right. Mm-hmm. So for a lot of these players, it's their first game action. They're playing of the Tampa year. Bay, very
1: good defense, very yeah. good defense. So they look it's good. It's, they
0: it's, do. It's not an overreaction. There, we expect a lot of teams to play not too good. We also, I mean, if you haven't heard already, the stat line where the teams that didn't play at all during the preseason went like three and eleven. Yeah. You know, so it's just about getting the flow a couple weeks here and get going. The it was a quarterbacks that didn't, that didn't go. So. so
2: Cooper Rush did start a game in 2021, and obviously it's a small sample size, just one game. But in that game, he threw for 325 yards, two touchdowns. CeeDee Lamb had eight targets, six catches for 112 yards, and Schultz had seven targets, two catches, but still good target share there. But not a significant sample size, but maybe something like,
0: you know. But numbers that you're satisfied yeah, with. Yeah, right. Know what I mean? It's like a nice cold drink on a summer day. It's going to
1: get you down. The, the, the interesting part is – I'm still not sure how we'd be talking about this offense even with Dex still there. Their, their yeah. offensive line, they they're missing pieces. They're missing both tackles, whether it was due to free agency or or, or, or I can't remember. Did they lose a guard. Guard or something too? Yeah, they and uh, yeah, their starting left tackle was was injured, and they might have lost Does, it the, as well. The rookie looked good. He in did that game. Amari uh, Cooper's obviously gone, which. You know, how much of effect does that have on the rest of the receiving core? Michael Gallup still isn't back. They didn't even start Jalen Tolbert. Not even start. They didn't even play him at all. He was not even part of the equation, which was shocking to me. Yeah. Uh, So I I think even before the Dak Prescott injury, this offense looked pretty meh.
0: Questions to be had.
1: And uh, this doesn't help. So I I think this easily, whatever you had projected for all these guys, you could easily take a 15 to 20% dock. On on their production while Dak's gone,
0: I'd just be interested how how they utilize Zeke in a passing game. Like he, because he had a terrible week. Fantasy, fantasy wise was he looked explosive. But he look. looked he looked good rushing the ball, and they fell behind far enough where he was just kind of taken out of the game. So yeah, Dak Prescott. I mean, for me, I, I was telling you guys earlier, I'm in a league where I have one dynasty league where I'm kind of like in the process of rebuilding. Dak's my only quarterback. Because I traded my <laughs> I traded like my other quarterback for like to move up in the first full rebuild sure. yeah. one QB league. Uh, And I was like, oh, man, I got to make a trade. And I was like, you know what? No, I don't. No, I don't. I'm rebuilding. Injury rebuilds are the best, though. I know. Well, I I thought about it. I was like, wow, that's one giant leap towards B. John Robinson. Like, (laughs) I almost am guaranteed to get him now. So I'm like, oh, that's what I'm going to do. But if you have Dak, I have Dak and Scott Fishbowl. That hurts there. I have have Dak in a couple leagues. They're Super Flex. Mm -hmm. Uh, I have other quarterbacks to offset. But, you know, it just... It could be worse. You know, we're we're, at least we're in a time, too, where we're talking about this pre-show. We're like, this is the healthiest week one we've ever seen. We didn't lose anybody in the preseason. We lose anybody long-term besides Elijah Mitchell. And even that's not full
1: season. Yeah, it's three quarters. Was it Dak's throwing hand? It was. Okay. Yep. He hit it two plays in a row on a a defender's hand. Uh, That's a good way to break it. thumb.
2: Thumb's not the one you want to break as a quarterback. No. It's it's pretty important. Tough to hold the ball
1: without it. Yeah. (laughs) Who else is on that injury list? Uh let's go to Najee Harris. Uh thought to be a re aggravation of his Liz Frank injury uh from training camp. So timetable's not a hundred percent clear, uh, but he it, there's even a chance he could play this week. What are your guys' thoughts on Najee Harris? Uh what are your plans for him? He he honestly wasn't playing very well. I uh, shouldn't say he wasn't playing well. He didn't have very good numbers outside of the the touchdown catch. Uh thank, he, so thank goodness he had that. It so it'd been a total dud. It, it would have been. Uh, any
0: thoughts on his potential replacement? Jalen Warren's the backup there. Yeah. So he, he looked good he in the preseason. He looked good in the preseason. Nasha came out today and said, Hey, I'm playing this week. So don't worry about me, guys. And then Mike Tomlin said, Oh, what is, what, what? nice. <laughs> it must be so nice to be young and positive. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. But those Liz Franks are serious injuries. You know what I mean? Are. Like if, if you mess it up, it can hamper him all year. It can hamper him all year long so it it might come at some point at this season it's not now where Najee Harris might become a buy low because the offensive line is still terrible um they got their rookie quarterback so they could stack the box here Deontay Johnson looked pretty good Chase Claypool had like six carries
1: yeah he kind of turned into like a Debo like where at least they yeah. were trying to use him in that way, where to try to replace that loss I like of that Najee. offense. It, the way they're running it. it, it it it. What really helped was how well the defense played, and it really set them up. Yeah, because even one of those touchdowns was a defensive score. I thought and, Trubisky and actually looked pretty good. He looked he looked efficient. Yeah, he looked efficient. I don't know how many big plays and, and things like that, but he did he did look very efficient. But for me, you mentioned Najee being a potential buy low. If you could right now, and you could get. 95% of what you what it costs you to get Najee Harris. Would you be willing to sell him right now? Assuming they say, like, yeah, he'll play this week, blah, blah, blah. Would you be willing to sell him knowing that this entire season could be meh? And the offensive line, like obviously, I've never been the biggest truther, so I'm a little biased, but your guys' thoughts on that. I'll sell any
0: running back in Dynasty anytime. Like I just, I just sold DeAndre Swift for two firsts. Yeah, you know, like out of no like and I knew I knew he was gonna be good, but I'll sell any running back in Dynasty, especially in Superflex, where I know I can get a better return. Yeah. It's hard to say you're gonna get a better return than a guy like DeAndre Swift, definitely after how good he looked in week one. But for Najee, yeah, I just don't feel like now's the time to sell because you're not gonna get really good value. You're gonna yeah. get offered that di- people are gonna want a discount. Hey, you know, let's frankly you'll get ninety five percent. You don't
2: think don't you'll think
1: think get ninety
0: five percent? I don't think probably don't about think
2: eighty. Eighty. It, ooh, hey.
1: Well, that's Ooh. simpatico over here. <laughs> yeah. e- even if they announce he's going to start, b- because that I do, I worry about this Liz Frank injury for for the entire season. So Probably you might not room. get a sell window. Who is Liz Frank? Do you know who she is?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, I think Rich dated her. But for if for any reason, Jalen Warren's on your waiver wire. I mean, you have to add him. Obviously, absolute must add. Um, and I mean, before the season, I think it should be a strategy for everyone to go and pick up every single backup running back that's on the waiver wire in Dynasty.
0: Oh, 100%. are listed as number two 100%. on the roster. Like we, yes. we mentioned something about Jeff Wilson a couple yeah. weeks ago. Like you got to pick Jeff Wilson up. He's the backup here. And then they cut, uh Trey Sermon. And we mentioned when they cut Trey Sermon, like, hey, Jeff Wilson looks like he's got well, the clear backup role. Now he's going to start.
1: Well, let's talk about him then. Elijah Mitchell, knee injury, sprained MCL. We're looking at
0: about two months, yeah, potentially. Three quarters of the fantasy season. That's a
1: killer. That That is a really, really difficult one. Jeff Wilson's the obvious replacement. Any interest in Marlon Mack, who they just signed to the practice squad, no. Tyrion Davis-Price? No. uh Or is it Jeff Wilson or it's nothing Samuel else? Samuel I mean, I'm picking up most.
2: Jordan Mason Okay. he's available to pick up, but again, he should be stashed if you're following that strategy because he was presumed to possibly be the backup instead of Jeff Wilson.
0: So. He looked good in preseason, Yeah. Jordan Mason, so mm-hmm. he's definitely, and he's the reason they cut Trey Sermon, and right. they asked John Lynch like, why'd you cut Trey Sermon? And they're like, because Mason looked so good, yeah. so Mason should have been a pickup once he made the roster in San Francisco because we know it's a good turning carousel of running backs that go through there. And here we are, week one again, and their <laughs> running back is hurt. It's it's insane how Every it happens year. there in San Francisco. But you know, Jeff Wilson be utilized in the passing game. I'll see how that works because Trey Lance ran the ball a ton. Trey Lance looked absolutely terrible. Uh, did it not was like... a monsoon. Yeah, I, we're gonna write that game off for everyone involved. We will, and that's why again, I'm not gonna overreact to that, but a player that I was already somewhat pessimistic about. And, and he didn't the do ball. anything
1: to why you, whereas Justin Fields at least had moments in
0: that game. Yeah. Yeah. he had he two did. touchdowns at least. Yep, J- Trey Lance looked terrible, but he ran the ball a ton. Um, so I think it hurts, but I think Jeff Wilson could be a nice double ball player. I think Debo still good. Debo had over 10 carries again, mm-hmm. had a Russian touchdown. He'll still get the carries back there. He's the guy. I couldn't so, believe how many carries
1: he still got. I thought there was going to be a dip in that. There was Jeff Wilson's a start. I mean, he's a start. Yeah, he's a start. All right, let's go over to T. Higgins. T. Higgins left the game.
0: Well, uh, on, I'm sorry. Can we go back to Elijah Mitchell though? Yeah, sure. I think I think in about not next week, but maybe even next week. I think Elijah Mitchell will still be a good buy. Okay, uh,
1: you like him for the second half of the season. Because he'll
0: be back here the second half of the season. At that point, maybe Jimmy Garoppolo is even starting at that point <laughs> by week eight, week nine. I mean, Who that's knows? True. But he he could be. He'll be healthy by that point, and he'll be getting close to your playoffs. It'll be a nice, fresh set of legs to have on your roster. Now, it's back-to-back injuries, but you might be able to get Elijah Mitchell for like a late second of your contender yeah. at some point. So you know, if you lost Elijah Mitchell, chances are you're going to drop down the rankings a little bit here or you, you have some need. And if you start to lose, you're going to be looking for draft picks. And Elijah Mitchell seems like a he was already a hard sell anyways. Nobody want to pay the fair value. And I feel right. terrible because in the league, I was like, I think you guys are literally the day before he got hurt. I have an abundance of running backs. And like, I was like, I think you guys are kind of sleeping on Elijah Mitchell here. Would would you pay two seconds for Elijah Mitchell?
2: Yeah. i pulled up the trade browser on our dynasty GM tool. And the, the trade is two seconds and Tyrion Davis price for Elijah
0: Mitchell. My only hesitation on that is this running back class is so good next year. Mm Mm-hmm. I could easily see San Francisco either taking another third round running back, <laughs> invest in one the second round, even maybe next year, because they're, they're so talented, these running backs, sure. right? And they they clearly have a need here for running back, or maybe they even sign like a cream hunt. Like, can you imagine cream hunt in this offense? Yeah, he would do he it perfectly, well. he would look absolutely fantastic. So, my only hesitation, and I think Elijah Mitchell has shown us a lot, but at the same time, this is back to back years where he's going to miss a significant amount of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's looked really good, but then he's going to year three of his rookie deal. So they're going to want to get something going there. They keep drafting running max in the third round as it is. So two seconds for me, it be it be a little bit too much for me for a running back. Yeah, and of Elijah then, Mitchell. That's going to miss 3 quarters of the fantasy season. There
1: could be some 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 other decent running backs available. Josh Jacobs now will be available. Potentially yeah. Miles Sanders could be available, David Montgomery could be available. So they can the, all look now. <laughs> yeah, especially I think Miles Sanders with the speed the, the speed in the those outside zones really just I mean you remember Mostert yeah. how well he did in that offense. So uh, the speed's great there, but uh next guy we uh, T Higgins concussion i don't think there's tons of actionable information here maybe just a little bump up for like a tyler boyd or something like that this week but we don't even know for sure that he's going to be missing any time with the concussion kind of just a wait and see there yeah same uh, thing
0: burrow looked a little rough not playing in the preseason
1: yep yep absolutely uh keenan allen we mentioned it when we were talking about uh mike williams prop but he uh, has a hamstring injury he, there's an outside chance that he could play but more than likely he's zero percent
0: chance they haven't ruled
1: him out. Zero. But
0: the coach said today, like we're gonna make sure we take our time with Keaton and make yeah, sure he plays sure. short I, week. I, yeah, he,
1: it's it's very unlikely that he plays short week uh, Thursday night football game. Expect him to be back though, more than likely in two weeks, uh, if not three three at the absolute most from what it's looking like.
2: We'll see. Hamstring injuries, man. They
1: I they can that. always linger. They so linger those soft yeah. tissues.
0: But a Josh Palmer bump, if you have him on your roster, you probably get him into your. Uh, Wide receiver three spot here versus Kansas City should be a big uh, power game. A, a boost to Gerald Everett as well, who scored a touchdown this week. A nice power touchdown mm-hmm. there on the sideline as well. DeAndre Carter,
1: Carter looked good. Yeah, he did. Seventy-seven. He had the most air yards. Yeah, he looked he looked really good this week. Uh, Mac Jones back injury. X-rays came back negative, uh, but he'll be evaluated further as the week goes on. Uh, any concerns really about Mac Jones? That offense looked terrible pretty bad
0: yeah if he's your starting quarterback in your dynasty league then you have a lot of concerns because you're not a championship contender and you have a long way to go uh I think we've said all kind of last years we're not big believers in Mac Jones as a fancy football quarterback right they have no weapons there on offense even for him to even be successful it's not like he's an offense that has you know what Carson Wentz has or sure you know the Bengals or any of these other teams have so even if even to even get a fair look at him, he's not the kind of quarterback right now that can make everybody else around him better. And he needs players to help him be better, and he doesn't have that around him. So for me, Mac Jones, this injury, if he's your starting quarterback, then I hope you have the whole all intention to do what I do and try and get B. John Robinson, C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, Jordan Addison. You know what I mean? Like, you're right. you're in it not to win it, essentially. Because I don't think Mac Jones has won anybody any championships in any Platform whatsoever. Like, I wouldn't even be comfortable if Mac Jones is my quarterback, too, in a Superflex league. I wouldn't really? be overly stabbed. No, I wouldn't be happy about that. Who would you rather start next week? Uh, Mac Jones, healthy, or Cooper Rush? Mac Jones. Me, um, too. Probably <laughs> Mac Jones. <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Geno
2: Smith, though, after. Uh, okay, better. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, what, what a
0: quote, too. They oh, wrote yeah. me off, but I didn't write back. Oh, I love that so, well, so much. Say? I missed that. Yeah. He's like, they right, wrote me the off, of but I didn't write back. Oh, I like it. Or they asked him, like, what do you feel about the people writing you off? Yeah. Like, I didn't write back. Yep. Oh, it was so good, back. <laughs> it was so good. It
1: was good. That was really good. He had a good game. Uh, all right. Uh, staying in New England, uh, Ty Montgomery, knee injury. Not a surprise. He's been a guy that's been on and off uh, the injury report for a, a good chunk of his career. And uh, he was placed on IR. So we're looking at at least four weeks with a knee injury there, which means one of a few things. Uh, potentially more receiving work for a guy like Ramondre Stevenson, uh, or it could mean that they bring a guy from like like JJ Taylor up from the practice squad, like Pierre Strong. Strong. Uh, so there's there's a few options there. Any anything actionable with this? Not really, right? Because you either have Ramondre and you're excited about that, or maybe you try to stash JJ
0: Taylor if he's not I, owned. I don't. Lo- I think I think I think the natural thought process here is that Ramondre Stevenson, who Bill Belich- Belichick talked up. You were super excited about the work he was getting in the receiving game that he gets this opportunity to do that. Damian Harris was involved in the past he game was. enough though as well there. So I think it's just gonna be a two-back set if I think those guys back I, and forth. I agree hundred percent. I think Pierre Strong will be on the active roster, but it's gonna be Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson. Just kind we talked about before. They're gonna eat into each other. When I predicted that, nobody in the Patriots would be a top 24 player. Yeah. I said except for maybe Hunter Henry there. Right. Um, and even then we'll see. So it's just it's a Dude, it's just a fancy football <laughs> a abyss, right? It's just a wasteland of nothingness. Just hoping for injury. I mean, obviously you don't hope for
2: injury, but that's why you would roster a guy like that.
1: Yeah, they would get a boost. if that. Yeah. Damien
0: Harris we'll get a boost. is yeah. still viable. Yeah. Obviously I think Ramondre, one. if he's put in the passing game, but I think it boosts even a little bit more for Damien Harris, who looked good this week as well. Probably one of the best values in Dynasty right now at the running back position uh, for the cost to acquire. Sure. A starter in Damien Harris. Uh, last guy
1: that's uh, of note to talk about, Chris Godwin, poor Chris Godwin. First game back, he battled back from a late-season ACL injury, and then he left with a hamstring injury. Uh, expected to miss a few weeks there. Yeah, uh, but but Julio Jones uh, looks like he's not actually dead.
0: Yeah. No, he's not dead he, whatsoever.
1: He's back. What's your interest level on him?
2: Uh, I sold him for a second. That was Still a feel way. good about
0: that, right? I feel really I good did? about that. Well, yeah. Yeah, I would feel really good about even if I was a contender, I would sell for that second because mm-hmm. it's literally this is it. Most likely, this is right, probably exactly. his last year. Because um, you know, all reports are saying that Tom Brady is his last year. Sure, but I would, I would buy. I wouldn't buy for a second. I'd buy for a third if I was a contender. Yeah, okay.
2: there, I mean, I'm looking on the trade browser and there are some trades for just a third, um, a second two days ago. So that seems. I would. I would start if you're trying to sell them, start at a second. Sure.
0: Um, trying to buy them. One of the fastest players timed on uh, on the Buccaneers, and then going into the week, I think his uh, speed time in games was one of the fastest on the field. Yeah, he looked pretty good. Still he's a deep threat. Still got Tom Brady there, yep. but I mean, Chris Godwin will be
2: back in a couple weeks. He looked so good on that screen. He caught and he exploded and he accelerated up the sideline. Oh,
0: the sideline. He yeah. did. He looked really. Yo, like, he's Godwin's back, back. Yeah. and then literally fell over. I was like, oh, don't be the knee, oh, don't no. be the knee, don't be the knee. I was worried. Yeah, yeah. and it comes back at least something else. Like, oh, I can live with but that, but still not. Great. No, it's not good. It's great. You're talking about a player that it's coming off ACL. He's hurt again already. I mean, listen. He's had the broken hand. He's had had really bad luck. Yeah, Three weeks is 25% of your season. Four weeks is a third of your season. You know what I mean? So it's like this counts. These do matter. So when a player misses multiple weeks, yes, you're static. that it's not the whole year you got to worry about when they come back. Are they hundred percent? Are they being rushed back? Will they went a hamstring. Are they going to re aggravate it mid game? Do you feel comfortable putting them back in week one? Definitely. If Julio Jones looks good right. coming back into it. There's a lot of worries there, especially the guy like Chris guy went over, say a key Allen, Right. So there's, right. there's a lot of word here. Obviously it's a massive boost to Mike Evans. Who's another, who's, He's who's still, been, still great. Who's been like the old school Brian Hartline, just like a great buy every single year. You sure. can always acquire him. <laughs> Nobody ever wants him. He just puts up wide receiver one numbers every single year, but for Chris Godwin, as an owner who has some shares of Chris Godwin in my dynasty leagues, like this worries me because now he there goes to the groove to get back in the groove with things. It gives a better opportunity for Julio Jones to succeed. And with already a ton of you know, you got the greatest tight end in the world in Leonard Fournette. You have Mike Evans <laughs> on the outside. So
1: Leonard Fournette played well too. And it was surprising it how g- much they ran the ball because yeah. it was one of the most pass heavy teams last year. And they actually had one of the most run heavy attacks this year. Fournette. I don't know if that's. Todd Bowles' effect or if it was just uh, this is our personnel so let's and Lenny's looking good let's just oh,
2: let man. him go. If he's going to be healthy all year dude he's he's going to be a top five running back yep. just based on his
0: usage. Yep. I think he was, he was on all our uh, preseason predictions for what running back one wasn't he?
1: Yeah I think everybody had him I think everybody had him yeah. in there and they're running back. Still line. involved
0: in, in receiving game yeah. you know so yep. sorry Rashad White. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and, and Rashad White looked good on his few snaps and plays, but it's, it's while Brady's there, it's going to be uncle. And when she we want say, to show.
0: literally said before the season started our running back one predictions, It when Brady's there, it doesn't matter how good Rashad White looks at the third down, he's going to want Leonard Fournette on the field. Leonard Fournette shows last year he's viable in a passing game. If you want to win a championship and you want to buy a running back on a, on a team that's not contending, Leonard Fournette's going to be one of the best bang for your bucks as well because, again, affordable, obtainable. Yep, absolutely. All right, that's it for the injury report. All right. How about we talk about a couple uh, way beep, beep, beep. too early victory laps? Beep, beep, right? Beep, 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 beep. Oh, so don't pull your hammy. I won't <laughs> do it. I won't do it. I don't run. Um, so obviously, mine was going to be Clyde Edwards Yep. You know, seven attempts, 42 yards, three receptions, 32 yards, and two touchdowns. And what's really encouraging, I got so far up, they didn't really use Clyde Edwards Alaire in the second half because they didn't have to. So they just basically rested them. That was the first half. Comes with over 20 points. I the two touchdowns helps. You know, exactly what I envisioned was him getting a decent amount of carries, which is 740 for 42, but it's average six yards per attempt. And then the receiving yards, three for 32. Love that they used him around the goal line, kind of like those quick uh, passes they used to give yep. the Tyree kill. Now went to Clyde Edwards a lair Love to see that as well. This is. I want to see him slowly progress more in the receiving game because I think that's where you get the best bang for your buck. I think he is viable on the ground game. I think if we see his attempts start to grow as the games are a little bit closer and we see, see him get about 15 to 16 carries, now you're talking about 80 to 90 yards a game with five to six receptions. Yep. He's on that clear path to running back one. I predict to be a high-end running back two, maybe a low-end running back one. And I thought that, you would finally get some justification on taking him where you took him in your draft, which is honestly, if you get a couple years of him just being a high end running back two to running back one, then that was a, it. was a hit on a draft pick. So I liked where this is going. Uh, I liked how Clyde ran the ball. I liked how he looked with the ball in his hands. So even though it wasn't the usage I wanted, the game script just didn't go that way for how much, how big of a lead they got, right? And they end up using, but you know, Pacheco's were still there. Pacheco was clearly behind. Clyde Edwards alert behind there. Ronald Jones was even active because that right. guy. I'm not
1: even sure Pacheco's ahead of Jarek
0: McKinnon. He wasn't. It was Jarek McKinnon was number two, and Jerick McK- McKinnon was, yeah. but he, it was it was one, two. Clyde edwards alert, Jarek McKinnon. When they got up way ahead, it went Jarek McKinnon a little bit more and then Pacheco. Okay. And then it was just
2: Pacheco DM. Clyde had the same amount of snaps. They each had
0: 27 snaps. Pacheco had
2: 16. Mm-hmm. So
0: it's it's encouraging. So I will say. That way too early victory lap, it's a good start to my race where he's going to be on his way to being a running back one. Where he currently stands right now is running back six overall. So the six highest scoring running back uh, ahead of guys even look great. Guys like Joe Mixon look great. Clyde Edwards alert did it. Obviously, the two touchdowns helps. But I won't look at that as like an outlier because when you have Pat Mahomes there, it's going to be consistently put in those situations. And with no dedicated, you know, Travis Kelsey has been the number one threat there in the red zone. Clyde edwards Lair, what I saw there were the short, dumb passes. Again, when they use it a lot with Tyreek Hill, that's very encouraging. If, for whatever
2: reason, Jarek McKinnon's on your waiver wire, you have to pick him up. Oh, 100%.
0: 100%. I've been right about Jarek McKinnon. Way too late uh, victory lap. I picked him up in quite a <laughs> few leagues late. this offseason. I got a lot of shares. <laughs> I was have you, surprised. If you've been listening for a while, you know exactly why I got a lot of shares of Jarek <laughs> McKinnon.
1: Oh man. All right. I'm so fortunately Matt's not here, so he doesn't get to uh dunk on us about not having AJ Brown as a wide receiver one.
0: Oh that yeah, that bold prediction sure yeah. looks really good I was right getting
1: now. rich a little bit of it before. How many the catches show?
0: Devontae Smith have on his four targets? We
1: will bring that up. We will talk about uh, that. But it was as many as I had.
0: I can't count that. High. <laughs> uh
1: but my way too early uh my way too early victory lap here feels uh feels pretty good because I've been on this guy forever. People keep wanting to sell him and he keeps producing. James Robinson uh, left for dead with that uh, Achilles injury because we saw Cam Akers look not too good. Mm. This guy, superhuman. 11 attempts, 66 yards. Looked fantastic out there. One rushing touchdown. Also brought in a reception and scored another touchdown there. He was a top 12 running back on the week. Uh, It seemed to be a a split between him and and, uh, Travis Etienne, and he actually had more uh, as far as touches uh, than, than Travis Etienne had. We'll see how that split goes. It could go back and forth all season long, uh, but James Robinson is absolutely part of this offense, and we, we know that uh, Doug Peterson loves to use a bigger back, and I think James Robinson is a guy he's going to use early and often.
0: Yeah, it wasn't split. I was take, I was completely taken aback by this. You know, James Robinson, two things. One, James Robinson looked good.
1: He did. Uh, he did.
0: Really, completely flabbergasted by that. Like, it's just... You know, I feel real, like I'm saying here, hey, Cam Akers, this is why he's not going to be good, Achilles, blah, blah. Robinson tears Achilles not even too long ago, within a calendar right, year. Right. And he's back and he looks good, and it wasn't 50-50, Garrett. I mean, he got over 70% of the ground touches on the ground. Yeah. Like, over 70%. Now, ETN did look good. He, he had he got more in the receiving. He game. dropped that touchdown pass, which was right in his hands. He could have walked right in the And, and that's there. what we
1: were talking about before. He's not like they want to use him as a, a pass catcher, but he's not a natural catcher of the football. But saw a
0: little bit ten, saw a little bit over 10% of the target share. Yep. Uh, did make some other catches in the game and looked pretty explosive when he sure. got the ball in his hand. Looked really explosive with he's the ball so in
2: his hands. He's so fast. He, I thought ETN still looked good.
0: He did look good. Aside he did from, from not the drop, bad. that yep. would
2: change the outcome of his fantasy. You know, it absolutely would have so. changed things.
0: That one catch would have been an extra nine. Nine points on his game for the week. And that would have, again, that would have brought him up to what? He would have been running back approximately. He would have been close to in? RB1
1: range. I
0: think nine, we're
2: going to see a split 18. all year. With both these guys. He'd
0: have been like, a yeah, running back two, like running back 13 right around there. It's okay. so a big difference, like a, a 10 point l- jump there. So I do expect for how good he looked uh, and to bail out a guy like Trav- uh, Trevor Lawrence, I think he will get a little bit more involved. It's just weird that they. We're talking about like working in Travis Etienne more, and Robinson was just here. You right. go. He's an afterthought. Just
1: just right back, and he's just right back to what Going he's been doing it, his whole know. career. Yeah,
0: yeah. It, it, he saw you said the one target there. He got the uh, the pass, so he saw about five percent of the target share there, which is very interesting. It just I'm wrong so far in James Robinson, and history. I think you made a smart bet. You might because of the Achilles injury. I oh, mean, oh, I make that bet every single time. Right. Every, I mean. If he does it, he'll be the only one that's ever done it. It's true. I'm it,
2: still, I mean, I would still you've sell You've made videos, videos selling right? James Robinson. I, sell I sold been, him at the right
0: time at that time.
1: I mean, it worked uh, whatever out. Whatever you want I've, to I've say. I've been, I've been
0: right the whole time on James Robinson. Uh, uh, he's currently running back. one. He's, he's, he had 11th most points good. amongst running backs this good. year. I would still, I'm with you. I would still be very encouraged to sell James Robinson if I can. Just, I mean, I would test the waters. See to Elijah Mitchell owner, to the Najee Harris owner. Sure. Uh, so somebody who needs a running back, if you could eke out even a 24 first for James Robinson, like I'm getting it. Like I'm not selling him for a second because what's no. the point? Like his value no, can no, only go up if he keeps doing this, but if you can get a first for James Robinson, like that's all day. Easy peasy. I, I'm fine with selling anybody. That's going to be in the RB two range for,
1: for a, uh, for a first. Fair. So I, I'm fine with that. Okay. Yeah. Do All it. right.
0: Buy our sleeper. Buy or sell of the week. And I get it picked this week, right? Presented so, by who? Presented by our friends over at Sleeper, <sighs> the number one fantasy host in sight on, uh, on the planet right now. Yep, number one platform. Yeah, Dude, they're so get, great. You get on there, a little Sleeper, get a little Dynasty You're action. You're coming around. Yeah, I'm coming around.
2: You're moving uh, all your leagues over there, aren't
0: you? Nope. Uh, but I got a lot you of leagues to. on there. I got like 55 <laughs> leagues on there. Back me up. Come on. I got 20 on the <laughs> NFL. So hey, this hey, is man. sponsored by Sleeper. Uh, our Fish friends Jr. over there. So, my my buy of the week. So, when I'm looking at buy, sells, it all this one's coming from a contender viewpoint. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's always important to state. Yeah. Because, you know, Dynasty, it's like, where am I buying? Like, who's buying? Who's selling? This is a strictly contender buy. And I'm buying Rex Burkhead. Uh, Rex Burkhead of the Houston Texans. Coming off last year, he ended the year real strong in those last couple of games. Ended up being like a top five fantasy football PBR running back. And when I saw it at Houston, you know, the Damien Pierce uh, hype went through the roof, and I could I could I sold my Damian Pierce I sold Damian Pierce, somebody else and another running back. I got Saquon Barkley back, like because the hype was so big. That looks pretty good, right? Looks you know? fantastic. Um, Saquon looks so good. How did you do that? So, what I liked here is his usage last year coming into the game, which Lovey Smith was a part of that team. It mm-hmm. uh, looked really good those last couple games. Comes in this week, he saw. 71% of the snaps. 71% of the snaps. He saw when it came to he ran he ran routes out there. He he led the team in uh that he led the running backs and receptions. His 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 snap share was almost double, more than double what Damian Pierce saw. His route participation was three times as much. As Damian Pierce. And we know Damian Pierce wasn't big in the receiving game as it was anyways. Sure. His
1: third down ability. And it was his first game ever. And
0: yeah. Yeah. So for a team, that's it, it is his first game. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not out at, this is not a big selling, like sure out on Damian Pierce. What it is, is we talk about this all the time with the rookies. Like how good are you in pass protections? Where's the third down uh, action going to be? Because the reception part of that, of the game also matters. Cause that's PPR running backs. We talk about all the time. That's where the juice is when it comes to fancy football running backs, the right. guys that are catching Absolutely. these football passes. And when it comes to D- Rex Burkhead, right now it looks like he's the dominant running back in this offense. And I know Damian Pierce was listed as the starter on the first depth chart, but that does not matter because when it came to actual game time, he was not uh, the number one running back. He out got more carries. He got three more carries than Damian Pierce. Uh, and they're different. They, you know, he got 40 yards. He got 33. There's one yards differential in there. But the big thing here for me is, that the third down running back and Damian Pierce was only targeted one time in that game. Rex Burkhead was the second most targeted player on the Houston Texans with eight targets outside of Brandon Cooks. Caught five of them for 30 yards. If I can get that consistent... Yep. five catches for 30 yards and you mix in. I don't even care about the rushes in between. So if Damian Pierce 20, 30, gets a little bit better he and he gets great. a little bit more, yeah, I'm okay with that because we're talking running back to numbers. And right now you could probably get Rex Burkhead for a third-round pick if you're a contender, which is a late third. So if you start throwing a third-round pick out there and you let get uh, Rex Burkhead on your roster, he gives you running back two numbers, currently running back 23 on a year. Is that dazzling? No, but it's a flex plate, and it's a running back too, and it's a good depth piece to have. So for me, my buy of the week, out of what I saw, I'm trying to find value. And sometimes when you're a contender, you're like, oh, I'm good at running back. We see these running backs go down every single week. I think the way Rex Burkhead is used, he has a higher chance to be healthy throughout the year Mm -hmm. because the way he's used in the game. So if I get a third-round pick, that's late. And I don't even need it. Say I'm just shallow at running back right now. Like... I think this is a good move to make now because some people are with all opposite thought press were going, ooh, I'm going to sell Rex Burkhead now I he did a little something-something before I he does nothing and Damian Pierce takes the lead because I think that Damian Pierce hotness is still sizzling on some skin out there in the dynasty world. So I think it's going to be easier to unload a guy like Rex Burkhead thinking that, hey, Damian Pierce is going to get more usage. It's only right. week one. Here he goes. So if I get a guy that's going to give me running back two numbers albeit even if it's low end running back two numbers, that's a great play to have in your back pocket. So yeah,
1: especially once we get towards these bye weeks the injuries, I know they haven't been bad yet, but they're going to start to add up. You need those depth pieces. Even it's just like, I could put Rex Burkhead out there and I know he'll get me at least eight points. You know, there's some weeks yeah. where you're that desperate and you're just like, I just need to make sure I get eight points. You can almost guarantee that for the a guy. The difference
0: between winning and losing. End of the year, really strong. Looked good this week as well. Mm-hmm. So, He's my sleeper by the week. And we we talk about this all the time in Dynasty 2. These first four weeks of the season, like, don't get overly worried if you start in 0-4 f- because that's when the injuries start to come, and then when the bye weeks hit, everything shifts. This isn't redraft. People aren't going to waiver wires to pick up help. It's very easy. We see everything just kind of like level off. And you go from 0-4 to 8-4 really quickly. Yep. I think a guy like Rex Burkhead for a third-round pick, it might end up costing you something like, hey, Give me your second, I'll give you my third. And basically, if that's a you're a contender and he's not a contender, you're moving back a couple of spots too, I'd be okay with that as well because you can never have enough running back help. Definitely comes time to the playoffs. And I think, no, this is way too early week one, but before I saw it, from last year to this year, I think it's a good investment for your dynasty team for only the contenders for the 2022 season.
1: Yeah. Well, if you head on over to Prediction Strike, you could uh, grab a guy. Uh, like Rex Burkhead, or you could do what Jared and I did, and you can grab some Michael Pittman Jr. Woo! And after his first monster week of the season, uh, from when we first talked about him, he's up what like a buck and a half from like two dollars and fifty cents. He's up almost yeah. to four dollars. He'll Probably be at yeah. seven
0: dollars by the end of the year, eight dollars. I guarantee it. I buy, can buy, see. buy. Still You'll buy. Double
2: your investment. He's at three ninety five right now already. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um <sighs> Justin Jefferson's at fourteen dollars, dude.
0: If you'd have bought Michael Pittman when we said, you'd already doubled your money.
1: Yeah, almost. Almost because we I, I mean we literally what we did. said what he was. It, he yeah, was I he mean, was around two dollars and like forty-three cents or something like that at that point. Yeah. So he's gone up about a buck fifty in three weeks. Great investment. But that's what you can do over there. You can go in, take a look at some of these rookies. Maybe some of these rookies didn't perform in week one like you had hoped they would. This is a good opportunity to go buy low while you can and just watch the money rise watch the money rise go head on over there predictionstrike.com or better yet just just get the app just get the app over at predictionstrike.com use the promo code dynasty and you receive a free share of a player that's right use promo code dynasty get a free share what what are you seeing over here
0: you could buy aj brown
1: three dollars and 18 cents
0: he's less than jerry
2: judy now some of the the dollar values they change with the projections for fantasy too. You they know, do. It, that's
1: whether, whether or not they hit their projections not or not just is part of buying selling. That's 50% uh, that of the creates, equation, but right. yeah, the other 50% is that. So uh, definitely go check out some of those prices, see what you can get there. Uh, but, but uh, we're going to, we're going to head into uh, another o meter. Uh, oh, you know me. I oh, love my Oh meters. Oh. <laughs> All right. Wario meter. How's
0: this work? I wasn't here for the last. Yeah, explain
1: it. Uh, I One. We got two newbies here. One is I'm not worried at all. I could not, could not have any less care in the world. All right. Ten is I am in complete panic mode. I am pulling my hair out. I am so terrified. Okay. So one, not worried at all. Ten, complete panic. I'm going to oh, give you God. the name of a player. I'm going to tell you their stats from this week. A little hint. They all sucked. All the players I'm going to say sucked this week. You tell me how worried you are long term about this player. The first one, we said we would get to him, and we are. We keep our word CD Lamb. CD Lamb, 11 targets, two receptions on those 11 targets, and 29 yards. Rich, how worried are you about CD Lamb? 10.
0: 10. Ooh. 10. You are in complete Your hair panic. Is standing up. I'm in complete panic. I swear, he. here's why. It has nothing to do with the stats of two receptions, 29 yards. And I want to hear about the defense he played. He did not look good at all. His hands didn't look good. His route running didn't look good. His confidence didn't look it good. It did not look good at all. Like, this was a guy before the season I had penciled in as my number three overall dynasty receiver. Uh, somebody who I thought was about to enter that tier of Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase, and I could think of ton. I could think of 18 different receivers right now that stepped up and looked like they're on a path for you know much. You know, Jahan Dotson looked like he was on a path. Whoa, we'll talk you about know? him. Michael Pittman is. We mentioned Michael Pittman and C. Lambers are two players that we thought were on that path to enter that tier of the beat in the mix, at least. Those
1: young stud receivers.
0: Young studs. Michael Pittman Jr. delivered. He looked exactly how I thought he would look. c Lamb was thrust into the number one receiver role. You mentioned Jalen Tolbert wasn't even active in that game. And Dak Prescott didn't get hurt till late in the game. He looked awful, Garrett. He looked awful. He looked awful. Would you have been able
1: to, now, now obviously we watched the game, would you have been able to name any of the other receivers that were active in this game other than Ceedee Lamb?
2: Yeah, Noah Brown.
1: Would you have before the game?
2: Yeah. yeah would you? Have? Okay. Yeah, Noah, Noah, Noah Brown, Brown would have been the only one. Listen,
1: that's what, what I, I do. All right. <laughs> 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 but but that but that's the thing. You could name one.
0: Noah Brown looked okay, and he yeah, did. He, did. he, he, he looked did. fine. He, he looked, looked
1: better than Ceedee Lamb. He did look better than Ceedee Lamb. <laughs> uh, I'm with you. I'm not. I'm not far off on this. I'm. I'm at about a seven and a half, eight. I'm at ten. Yeah, I'm not quite there. Yes, you're Scaring me. I'm at a five. It's it's it's
2: still I'm week like, one. I'm still somewhat worried, but I'm not like we've seen him do it. Like he's he's looked. But have we? In the past. Not yeah. as like the alpha guy. And, and I think that's, that's the what we thing. want him to be. Obviously,
1: yeah. And and that's that's where I'm saying I'm at an eight and a half, like or seven and a half, eight. I'm really concerned that he never turns into a wide
0: receiver. One. Yeah. So I'm, I say, I'm really concerned. When I'm about at that. a ten. It's at a 10 because of the player that we're talking about. right? right. Am I I at 10 thinking that C. Lamb's not going to be like a wide receiver too? No, I'm not concerned there. But we are talking about a dynasty cornerstone. A guy you would have taken in
1: easily in the second round or maybe even the turn of the first.
0: It's the biggest risk you take in a dynasty startup when you take guys that have not proven it yet that you anticipate to be that player, right? When you take Justin Jefferson, you know what you got. Right. He showed us the business. Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase, you know what you get. When you take Jonathan Taylor, you know what you're getting. When you take DeAndre Swift, like you feel, you've seen him, you feel pretty good about it. CeeDee Lamb is somebody who's shown glimpses of being really good. Um, Situation is perfect. Draft capital, college tape, all comes together. None of that was week one. None of it. And Dak played most of the game. So my 10 is because I have CeeDee Lamb as my franchise cornerstone a player that's almost impossible to get off my franchise franchise to now I have to worry just a little bit. There's red flags that I might have like this. If see lamb busts, like your franchise takes a hit like a massive draft
1: drafted them either in the first or the second round.
0: Yeah. If no. you're rebuilding, you're rebuilding around CD lamb. So like, I don't think he'll lose value. And the, the you got to be worried. I know uh, Jared gave the Cooper rush stats. He had over 100 yards with the one game he played. Him. He's still one the number game. one. One game sample. It's fine. It's still what we go off of. Something. He's still going to see the targets. I hope he rebounds this week. But C. Lamb, for me, of this game, I'm going to be paying very close attention to him where he went from un, like a franchise cornerstone to like, oh my gosh, can you peek a little bit? Can I flip him for Michael Pittman Jr.?
1: Yeah, I would, I would 100% rather have Michael Pittman Jr. right now, even, even straight up, just straight up, Michael Pittman Jr. over him. I get that, that's a huge change from where their preseason values were. Whereas Michael Pittman Jr., you were probably looking at somewhere between 10 to 15 range, and Ceedee Lamb, you were looking top five. I had him four in my dynasty rankings. Uh, you said you had him at three, Jared. You probably had him somewhere close to that as well. I'm assuming. If I could trade 2 days straight up, I would gladly do it.
0: 11 targets, two receptions for 29 yards drops in the game. Those it's it was not good. Yeah, now Dak's out. Dak's been injured. I think
2: a lot of his value was predicated on a high-volume passing offense, right, too. Right.
0: Which he saw 11 targets. It's a lot of targets for the right. game. Like there's not there's nobody blamed for this but CeeDee yep. Lamb. If you watched the game, he did not look good. It was on him. It wasn't on Dak. It was on CeeDee Lamb. So when you say you're a five, good for you for being level-headed. When I say that I'm a ten, <laughs> like, I'm, not, I'm, not even, I'm not even trying to overdo it to like make it right. sound good for the show. Right. Like, I'm legit like, I don't oh, my God. I was like, looking at it from not the good.
2: same perspective that you put it in, and I think you did it a good good job of like explaining like why you're at a 10 because you had to measure wide receiver 3 for dynasty like as a whole. Yeah,
0: this is guy you taking the top 6 for a startup. Like this right. is there's huge and, concern and and now it's like sense.
1: is he going to be wide receiver 20 for the rest of And like of his he's career.
2: been a wide receiver two past two years yeah.
1: and
0: that that's cons- that's a It's to not good enough. Me. That's concerning no. to me. No. Like
1: I it has to be They better. lost Amari Cooper. Like you would think that he would have stepped into and some but, would have argued that he already was the one. And then again, two. Are we overreacting? Because it was probably it's, it's the best defense they're gonna play all year. But and traditionally, they're not a good pass defense, traditional. That, well, they not, were pretty damn I'm good. I'm telling they you, were, they were they look good. Did the you watch the game
0: in a whole? Good. Yeah. Okay. He had opportunities to make plays and he didn't make those plays. It was, it was, I guess body it, language even was it just, it wasn't, like, even I agree the with that. Defense, It wasn't even the, it was CD lamb was the issue. He was the issue when you have receivers,
1: when you have these alpha receivers, like you want a little bit of arrogance, you want a little bit of cockiness. Like he does not have that at least now, like, maybe he'll regain it, but he did not look like that swagger of a wide receiver one. I just yeah. didn't see it. I
2: think we're overreacting a
1: tad, but I'm not
0: saying CD lamb by any means. Well, I'm I am him for Michael Pittman Jr. right
1: now. I would sell him for Michael Pittman Jr. I would do that. Right now.
0: I don't think, yeah, I think it's a smart move. I
1: might even give a second on top of it. I
2: I'm, try to do it
0: I with uh, random. I want Michael Pittman Jr. I got to get
2: it
1: all
0: day. I got to get it done before I send him the show. <laughs> I feel like people are like, are real hip to me. Uh, my dynasty leagues. I send so many trades out. Cause like I drank a big cup of t- hot tea before we do the podcast. Uh-huh. The caffeine, right? It's got a need to caffeine, which then caffeine works really well on me. So I go <laughs> like after the show, we finished the show about, 11, 1130 Eastern yeah. time. Uh, I go upstairs. I lay in bed. Like, that explains a lot. And I'm just going, <laughs> just all right, well, we just did a show. Let me send all these trade offers of what we talked about. Let me, <laughs> let me act on my
2: thing. I did the same thing on the drive home, which probably isn't a good thing, but nobody
0: accepts, I don't think, I think nobody accepts, accepts so them because the they, they know they're going to on Tuesday. Like, we well, you know rich just podcast.
1: Let's wait and see what he said. And Let's everyone's said, probably sleeping.
0: Yeah. Oh, you said you give a second on the show. You it's a, the worst part about being a dynasty analyst oh, yeah. or being in the business is like it's so much harder to make <laughs> trades. Like, I heard what you said you'd get for him, you son of a, such a <laughs> liar. Who's next?
1: All right, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, we know Hall of Famer, one of the best quarterbacks of this generation. Uh, but first game without Devontae Adams did not look too good 22 of 34, 195 yards, zero touchdowns, and one interception. How worried on the Wario meter? Are you with Aaron Rodgers? Go ahead, Rich.
0: I would say I'm a four.
2: I'm a three. Okay.
0: Because I went into the season ex- expecting a dip. Like I knew he didn't have the receivers. I mean, if Christian Watson catches that one ball it right in the basket, different. it's a Much completely different set. We're talking touchdown. 200, 270 yards, from around there and a touchdown. Also it's interception. Uh, some of his receivers didn't him do any favors. Week one with him, too, with guys like Christian Watson, barely practiced in the preseason sure. at all. Um, growing so, pains. Yeah, growing. So to me, I'm not I'm not too worried. Are you starting him next week? I started him this week. Mean, it have. depends who, you, who else you have. Depends. Who, if it's one QB, two QB. If it's two QB, you're starting him 100%. Oh, yeah, you have one QB. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I have him in a one QB league. I, I, traded a, uh, I traded a first for him and Tua because I needed a quarterback. And I don't think I'm going to start him. I think They're I'm going
2: to start playing Chicago Sunday night, I think. Oh, that's a
0: good that's his right. Oh, he hates Chicago he kills too. Chicago. He, does. he does. He owns own them. them he owns it. You know what? He does. He, if you're gonna come out and say last year that I own you, <laughs> and then and, and then back it up on television, yeah, I'm starting him. Yeah.
1: Of the 32 starting quarterbacks, fantasy wise, he was number 32. It was a bad, bad week. But yes, I'm, I'm with you guys. I, I think I'm right around that four range as well. There's enough worry there where I, I'm, my interest is peaked. Where I'm like, ah, is is. Are the days of him being a top five fantasy quarterback behind us? Is he now just seven through 10, 12, Which is fine. It's not bad. But we used to we've we've been used to him being this top five guy. Dante I think, Adams helps. I, yeah. helps. If he has Damante
0: Adams, it's 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 He's massive. So for Derek Carr. And I think honestly, I think the whole game plan was kinda of a little wonky too. I mean, I don't think the AJ Dillon, you know, good for D.J. Dillon owners, but he shouldn't lead your team in receptions and targets in every right. stat category possible. Yeah, he led a team. There, let me bring it up. AJ,
2: by the way, while
1: you're bringing that up, I would buy low on Christian Watson. I think I, I think oh, yeah. we, we saw we saw the route, we saw how he looked. So better I was days are ahead. Uh, lot of
0: receptions and receiving yards, AJ Dillon. That's not you're not going to win games you don't like want that. that. You can't do that. Aaron Jones has got to get more stats. If you're going to throw the football to somebody, it should be more Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. This is no diss on A.J. Dillon whatsoever. He looked really good. You did. Uh, very pleasantly surprised with him there uh, as well. But I think they're going to have to, like, readjust and find their way in this offense now without Devontae Adams. And, yes, Devontae Adams is that important to an offense. Look what he did in... Uh, Las Vegas. In this, this week in Las Vegas. You're talking about a player that came in, led NFL in targets and air yards, 17 right? 17 so targets. Like, He's important to an offense. There's a reason he was the highest paid receiver in the NFL. So they got to find their way. They got to find their groove. And there's one quarterback I do trust to do that. It is going to be Aaron Rodgers. So is he going to be a quarterback four overall? Probably not. Is it his fault? Probably not as well. I was, uh,
2: I was listening to Aaron Rodgers weekly appearance on the Pat McAfee show on the way here. Which is great. And they were talking, he was talking about how all week they had been prepping for the first play of of the game is going to, be that play to Christian Watson for a touchdown to, to launch his like rookie career. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be with a touchdown. He knew he was going to throw it. Um, so it's just funny that like, like that's what ended up happening. And then he ended up dropping it. <sighs> and he was just saying like, Hey, drops happen. He's not worried about it. Christian's a great player. And you know, who was it?
1: Somebody but, tweeted. I, I wish I could remember who it was. and But they were like, man, Christian Watson is the perfect MVS replacement. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wow, he is. <laughs> That's uh, He's so much
1: better. P- pretty harsh. All right, these next two guys uh, played on Thursday night, which seems we like gotta go quick through these ones. eons ago. We're
2: at 50-some uh, minutes.
1: All right, we'll, we'll 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 bump the last segment to the to the nerd herd. Uh, but Cam Akers, three attempts, zero yards. Wario-meter, Rich, I will be surprised if it's anything but a 10
0: for you. Yeah, I mean, I, he was my number one sell all the summer. I was telling you guys all summer long to sell Cam Akers. So... I, I've been at 10. I'm just worried about how he looked last year. I'm worried about the Achilles injury. It takes yep. an explosiveness away. He didn't look very explosive, missed a block. Uh, clearly, uh, you, thank goodness, you don't want to say about an injury, but like for him, that Kyron Kyron Williams went to the IR, Yeah, because that would have been even worse for K-makers. Daryl Henderson got like 70% uh, of the snaps. Daryl Henderson was clearly number one. I know some people were saying, well, it could be his soft tissue issue, blah, 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 blah. I'm, I've am i been at a 10 with Cam Akers. I've been to use a sell. And now if you have them, you're stuck with them. Henderson was second in Snapshare, only behind uh, Saquon Barkley.
2: 82% Cam Akers is at 18%. It's, it's wild.
1: Absolutely wild. Uh, yeah, ten,
2: 10 for I'm, you. The nine, second The second sure, highest snap ten. chart. I had Henderson. nine written down. Might as well be a 10. Yeah. yeah. Same yeah. reasons.
0: I mean... 10's uh, across the board. I mean,
2: I wasn't high on Akers coming into this year at all, but
0: I wasn't expecting that. A goose egg? Yeah. No.
1: I mean... You're, you're the best. offensive line didn't look good. The, good like, luck selling the sh- them now. I think oh, here's can't. the thing. I think Might there, as well hold.
0: I think there is a window still. Because I still think the cam Akers truthers are out there. They're the ones that are going, oh, it's it's probably from that soft tissue issue window. they had before and it's week one, blah, blah. So there's people out there, and they're like, oh, I'm gonna steal Cam Akers now because he had a bad week. Now there's a window to buy. I would sell Cam Akers for two seconds. You sell them for one second? I would sell them for cream hunt straight up. Just sell them for one second. I don't think you can get that. Probably can't, but I would sell them for a green. <laughs>
2: um, uh, I see a trade from yesterday. Cam makers 23
0: second. What are you looking at? Dice
2: yep, Nerds uh, GM trade browser
1: tool.
0: For a 23 second? Yep. If I get Cam Akers for a high 23 second and a Super flux league, I would sell them right now. Cam for it. Tyler Long. I think I
1: would too. If I can't get that at that point, I'd. Oh, Hold and hope that there is one week. Dude, so many Cam Akers trades in the last three
0: days.
1: <laughs> Are they all for seconds, basically, or um, a player uh, equivalent a hodgepodge. of a second? There's so this, many like, huge packages. This
0: team will for sure, I'm telling you now, will for sure sign Kareem Hunt, Miles Sanders, or Josh Jacobs. They're going to sign. One of those guys will be at LA Ram next year. Or Saquon Barkley. Oh, Saquon <laughs> ain't going here after this year. How much does it cost a franchise running back? Eight bucks? All right.
1: Well, move on. Here's the thing. We know we know uh, the Rams, always willing to get those high-priced veterans. Yeah. Always sell them picks, baby. Sell them picks. All right. Uh, let's move on to uh, James Cook. James Cook, only one attempt for two yards, a fumble, not used <laughs> in the receiving game at all, not a single target after being a second-round pick, and that was kind of what was expected to be his role. How worried are we? At? It's only his first game. Yeah, how worried rookie. about James Cook? I'm at a
2: two. I'm not really super worried. I didn't think Devlin Singletary or Zach Moss were overly effective. And I think James Cook, as the year goes on, is going to get more opportunity. So I think it's just easing the rookie in. It didn't help that he fumbled his first attempt. So Or was it his second? Same yeah, two. Attempt, I thought
0: Devin Singletary looked pretty good. look looked pretty explosive there uh, early in the game. Um, I, I think James Cook is somebody who I thought all along would have to slowly uh, work his way in the offense. I have a buddy who's brother as a scout for the bills and they said that james cook would need a little bit of time to uh find his way acclimate himself it. yeah acclimate himself there so you know he he looked good in the preseason game doesn't help that he fumbled but i don't think it was an end-all be-all for him mm-hmm. uh the the bills were also rolling as well so it was somewhat surprising didn't give him a little bit more action late in the game when they were up so far ahead to kind of get his confidence back but right. I'm not worried. Second round pick still, they're still looking for that pass catcher and running back. Zach Moss stepped up in that role a little bit more there. That was surprising. Uh, it was I wasn't I was expecting that...
2: to see that much Zach Moss.
0: I thought they I thought they'd go back to James Cook to build his confidence back up because they were so they were dominating that game so much yeah. so. Yeah. But they didn't that that'd be more of a worry than anything, that aspect of the game. Um but I'm not worried yet. Not yeah. yet. I'm a little
1: bit higher. I'm I'm more at a four, but that's partly also because I've I've been lower on James Cook than the masses. Especially there was a point in the offseason where you're looking at 106, 107, 108. People were taking never James him. Cook. We never, we never got that high. Mm-hmm. But there there were a lot of teams that were thirsty for running back. They were deciding to get him ahead of Sky Moore, ahead of Jahan Dotson, ahead of, you know, all of these guys that were these solid late round receivers. Uh and I think I think they're gonna live to regret that.
0: Yeah. And you can never do that. And we talk about this all the time in Dynasty. You see these running backs that guys you know, and I made a mistake even with the Clyde Edwards, words tape. take, you know what I mean? Like these guys that get these bumps Good in the situations. draft and you fall in love with the situation, but the tape is the tape. And then you take them ahead of guys like Sky Moore, Jahan Dotson, and you're instantly regretting it. Cause like they have such a high hill to climb and de- most of all, just a running back position in itself. Like it's such a fluid situation. So it's such a bad maneuver We always say take, like, who should I take in the draft? Best player player available. available. I need a running back, it does not matter. Don't care. Take the best player available. And it happens all the time with the running backs because everybody has the biggest need at running back. Mm -hmm. So it's so easy to take those Damian Pierce's, take the James Cooks when you got Sky Moore, you got Jahan Dotson on the table, George Pickens, and you're missing out on those guys Mm -hmm. that are future wide receiver two, wide receiver ones for five to six years. And you're talking about a guy you hope to get two to three years out of. And that's that just out that of my mediocre production. Yeah. A viability, not even running back one,
1: uh, David Montgomery. Granted, we said games, a monsoon soon. We're, we're throwing out a little bit of this, but David Montgomery, 17 attempts, only 26 yards, three targets. Uh, sorry. I didn't, I got the targets wrong. I think it was four targets for three receptions, uh, and 34 yards there. Khalil Herbert also got a touchdown in the game as well. How worried are we about David Montgomery?
0: We talked about this uh, a couple of weeks ago about Khalil Herbert. Matt gave it to him. Uh, that was Matt. One of his hot takes. Hot takes, and we mentioned yeah, it made a lot of sense where there's a path there where they want to see what do we have in Khalil Herbert because they this is David Montgomery's last year and what we, it's not a good start because we saw that David Montgomery comes in and he saw his lowest single game uh, Russian share of his career. Um, or at least since week one of last year, he the only saw s- 65%. sixty-five percent, sixty-five point four percent. Yeah, so it's it's just my concern. If I'm a Montgomery, if I'm a Montgomery owner, seven, six. It's a because it, you know it's a monsoon. Then you think they would run the ball more. Sure, um, and he got seventeen attempts.
1: I mean, that's a good amount for for a game. It's
0: it's a good amount of game.
1: Only twenty-six yards.
0: The weather. Yeah, I mean. The weather has. You, you argue the weather has something do. Yeah, I mean, I'm not super worried. I'm probably about a, I'm probably about a five, only because of you know Matt's uh, bold prediction to there and Khalil, yeah. and I like I was, I probably like Khalil Herbert's tape more than anybody when we were talking about yeah. him breaking down his rookie tape. So I like I like Khalil Herbert. I think there's a, definitely a clear path there. Um, I'd hate to see it turn into a complete fifty-fifty split because sixty-five, forty-five, you know, thirty-five isn't, you're not too far away. Khalil
2: Herbert had thirty percent of the snaps. Um, so half,
0: okay. Yeah.
2: So, I mean, I'm not too worried. I'm at a two. Probably
0: like, yeah, probably not even a five. Probably like three and, a you three yeah. and a half. You've talked yourself down. You started at a seven. I'm just thinking about the situation we know the We Montgomery's game. a good player. Yeah, he's a solid running back. Justin Fields needs to the help. They don't have any other receivers there. They're going to have to rush the ball. Three. So it makes sense that he's involved. So I think about three and a half.
1: I'm at a five. I'm at a five. I, I think, especially looking at his long-term prognosis, I think we're going to end up seeing him as a committee back. I think his uh the days of getting something like a first for him are long gone now I don't know that we'll ever see him regain the value that he had a year year and a half ago uh so I am a little bit concerned uh, and and I just don't know that the production is ever going to be I mean I would be thrilled as a David Montgomery owner if he was running back 20 this year I'd be thrilled
0: I think he has a good chance to boost his value again I think he has a He's the kind of player that could definitely put put a stretch, a couple of good games together. Let's see him next week and go from there. Like yeah. let us let's, let's jump back on this David Montgomery talk next week. Let's see him in a full game, healthy, uh, where Justin Fields can actually like do something as well and maybe open the passing game a little bit more.
1: Uh, let's just do, we, I know we got a list of them, but we got to get going. We got to get into the nerd hurt show. So we'll just do two more real quick. Uh, same game, Cole Komet only one target, zero receptions. I'm the Cole Komet truther, so I will uh, I'll start this one off. Uh, I I'm at like a one and a half. Like I I'm very yeah. little concerned. The half is just because I would have liked to have seen more than one target. I think that was the only thing that I was like, yeah, that I didn't love that, but they didn't throw the ball a ton in this game. They ran a ton. Yeah. It, it it was a weird game for the throw. I mean, Dante Pettis was their, their best receiver for
2: perspective. Mooney had 22 routes run commit had 16. It yeah. wasn't like that's their top wide receiver. So it's not like a huge difference there. Just the lead in target
0: share player. On the team was David Montgomery. Saw four targets. That was the number one target share. <laughs> We're writing this game off. It, it was Like a when St. Brown, Darnell Mooney got three each. And outside of that, it was two to Byron Pringle, two to Griffin, and everybody else had one. So I have z- I'm a one. Yeah, I have I'm a zero one. Concerns.
2: I had one written down too. It, it's,
0: it's literally no worries whatsoever because of the, again, it's a situation at hand. You'll have these games where right. they're giant snowstorms, monsoons, wind. You know what I mean?
1: They're looking to Arlington Park.
2: Everyone should have a (laughs) dome. All right, last
1: one. Last one. The game's Uh, too big now. uh, Of all of these, this might have been the biggest surprise stat line to me. Devontae Smith, four targets, zero receptions, zero yards. What's the concern level on Devontae Smith? One. One? Okay.
2: I'm not too worried. I mean, he led the receivers in snaps and routes run. Um, Obviously, Hurts wasn't looking his way. He was looking at A.J. Brown's way, but I still believe in Devontae Smith as a player. I think this game is more of an anomaly than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, He was on the field for, obviously, a long, you know, a whole game. More than anybody long. else. Yep. Yeah, more than anybody else. So, um, still had four targets. Which isn't a terrible number. It's not a yeah, good number. No, but it's not, not a terrible what you number. want to see from Devontae Smith at all. But
0: From a dynasty aspect, I have zero. I'm a one from a dynasty aspect. Okay. for the 2022 season, I'm about a five and a half, six. I have my bold predictions that he'd outscore AJ Brown. He's got a long way to go just off of Week One. Right? <laughs> yeah, he's like a, he's long a little way behind. To go. Um, he's about 25 I think points say he's behind.
2: He's the wide receiver two in that offense. Yeah,
0: he's definitely the wide receiver two. I I I stand by everything I said. Why I thought he would outproduce him because I, th- I do believe he's that talented. Uh, but obviously, Jalen Hurts is his buddy. It looks like he looked his way every time. AJ Brown, that is AJ Brown. Yep. And my biggest concern is Jalen Hurts, but I still don't think Jalen Hurts is a long-term answer there in Philadelphia. When you're running, when your quarterback is your number one rusher, Jalen Hurts had 17 rushes compared to miles Sanders for 90 yards and a touchdown. He averaged 5.3 yards per carry. Yeah, that's sweet. That's good. That's not how this game is played in NFL. Today's NFL. This is, I'm sorry. It's not, that doesn't give you long-term stability there uh, for the Eagles. He was 18 to 32 for 243 yards. Ever 7.6 yards per toss, no touchdown zone or something. Like he did not look good throwing the football. And without AJ Brown, who knows how it would have looked? Because AJ Brown bailed him out a, a ton.
1: Uh, I'll give I'll give the Lions a little bit of credit. Their defensive line played really well. Their front seven played really well. They were in his face the entire game.
0: Which it, it helps as well.
2: So he got the W as long as they're winning.
0: That which it, is, it means is, it's, yeah. it's it's all it's a it's all massive matters. point. point. Yep. I'm not worried about Devontae Smith long term. I still think he's really good, and let's see what happens in week two again. Sounds now, like
1: you're different. I, I'm I'm a little bit higher. I'm I'm at like a three and a half. Partly so not, because not much. it's still not crazy. I still think he's going to be good. But I really truly, when I when we when we did the nerd score when we're we're evaluating tape, he still has the highest score of any player that I've I've graded so Same. far. Yeah, uh, loved his tape. Really thought that he would force himself into being this elite player. And so far he just looks like a second fiddle kind of guy. And that that's what worries me is, you know, we, we kind of talked about that with CeeDee Lamb a little bit. Whereas guys like Jefferson and Pittman and they're forcing themselves into those roles. They're they're just playing so good, getting so open, doing the right thing so often that they are are just forcing themselves to get dominating. Yeah, but the difference Devontae there is Adams just or Devonte Smith just hasn't done that yet. But
0: the difference there, Garrett, is like Michael is the number one receiver there. C. Lamb's is sure. the number one receiver there. They paid AJ Brown to be the number one receiver there. Right. And now my bold prediction came off at of this point of saying Devonte Smith is too good not to get the targets. Mm-hmm. That wasn't the case week one. I want to see how it goes week two because that could, that concern level is only going to rise. Yep. As we want to see how Jalen Hurts. Translates it. And maybe they go back back this week to the film and say, Jalen, look, Devontae was open here. Devontae Mm. was open here. I know you looked at A.J. Brown here, but if you would have just looked here, you know, they could start to scheme for him. It's going to be on Devontae Smith. Then it it could turn around. He had four targets, which was tied for second most of the team. True. We need more.
1: We we still needed it to be in the 7, 8, 9 range.
2: It needs to be in about the 9 range. Let's name the two next players and just give our numbers.
1: Okay, real quick. Amari Cooper, six targets, three receptions, 17 yards.
0: Jacoby Brissett sucks crystal balls.
1: (laughs) I have a 7 for Cooper. I have a 5.
0: I have a 4. Still the number one receiver on this team. Jacoby Brissett has to get a little bit better, and then Sean Watson will be back eventually. When Watson comes back, it's a whole new... It's a di- completely different ball Oh, A game. whole new world. Uh,
1: Kadarius Tony, zero targets, only seven snaps played. He did, however, have two carries for 23 yards on certain level on Kadarius Tony.
0: Everybody hates him. He's got to be a huge dick. Something. There's something <laughs> weird going There's on that, there. I mean, I he was sitting huge, by himself stuff. on the bench. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: There seems to be something going on in the locker room. I, I'm at a five because I still think he's a really good player. What do I you mean when he touched the ball? He looked great. Yep. But... They got the and W, and as long as they're winning with him not playing, like... Th- he's, on,
0: he's on a list that you don't want to be on. That's true. So, yeah, if and you don't get touches...
1: So, Jared's at a five, what do you it, at?
0: It's I Probably a five, because it's hard to envision that's how it's going to be, that he's going to be on the team.
1: Yeah. I, I'm, by the end of I'm higher. I'm at a seven. In. Wondell Robinson got hurt in this game. Yeah. Like, if there was ever a game yeah. where it should be clearly him, like... Yeah. But he did. Again, I think a seven.
0: there's a higher chance that he's not a giant even by the trade deadline, let alone next year. So, right. like from a dynasty outlook, like he's still a dynamic player. But again, those red flags can carry over. How many times have yeah, we seen like yeah. we've seen those players go different teams? And it does. Out. It doesn't work out. So, yeah, I'm at about a five. But again, the the cost differential, of the two, like what you have in Kadiris Tony, like it's the, pretty low. The loss isn't as. Bad as like a sea. you know what I mean. Like, right. you're talking about the, like a, a paper boat sinking compared to the Titanic. Like that—that's <laughs> the difference of it. So like, if you miss out on that, it's like your team's not set back and you're not—you're sure. not dead in the water compared to like a sea lamp. So I'm a little worried, but like, you've just been waiting for Kadarius Tony to be the guy for a year and a half now. Yeah,
2: I'm sending Rex, Rex Burke head for Kadarius Tony.
0: That's a good. That's a good move.
2: Yeah. Rebuild move. Yeah, rebuild move. Yeah. yeah. I still believe in Tony as a player. And,
0: like it, and if you have Rex, it. it's a great... Buy, like the That would be
1: a great perfect swap for both teams. Yeah,
0: perfect swap. Yeah. Yep. All right, that's it. Well, that's it. Uh, time to jump into the Nerd Herd show. We're going to talk about um, some rookies. We're going to yep. talk about guys that we think might be back, some more buys and some sells for the week, and so much more. The Nerd Herd, again, is a part of our Nerd Herd package of the Dynasty Nerds. We mentioned the Trade Finder, which is part of the GM. The GM is getting a facelift. We're moving everything to an app here soon. But if you want to join the Nerd Herd, you use the promo code FOOTBALL. It's going to save you 15% off all our tools, all our access, everything we have for Dynasty Nerds, whether it be the uh, Nerd Score. Our rookie film room is going back up here very soon. We're going to be able to watch all these rookies for the 2023 season, one of the best draft classes we've probably seen in a while, well, since 2021. Um, And, of course, the Dynasty GM, the number one Dynasty tool in the market today, help you with the league analyzer, player shares, and so much more. Check us out. For the price of a cup of coffee, not only do you support Dynasty Nerds, the podcast, and us and help us build more tools, but you're also going to help... Make your team better and help us streamline all your leagues. Because whether it be Sleeper, FFPC, Flea Flicker, ML, MLF, MFL, uh, you can put all your leagues in one spot and see all your leagues in one tool. Like I said, it's coming to an app soon. Check us out for the price of a cup of coffee. You can get on there today and be a part of the Nerd Herd. Support us. Let us support you. And, of course, you get the bonus podcast. How can you not want that? How could you not? See you next week. Do I say it? Do it. Adios.